Welcome to Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah, where we discuss interesting topics in a casual manner. Okay, hello, and welcome to episode one of uh, our podcast. We don't have a name yet. Uh, we've discussed a couple of different things. This could be the J&R podcast. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Jonah does not know about that. I, I don't know. I mean, then it, like, I mean, that, that name just, it's basic. That's my thing. It's okay. a fairly basic name, but this is also a fairly basic podcast. Uh, we, we really, well, first off, I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Jonah. We are brothers. Yes. And uh, we really just, we're, we're, we'll hook up microphones and just talk about whatever comes to mind. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll try to center an episode, or I guess every episode around a specific topic. Um, this one, uh, Jonah, is... Um, uh, yeah. uh, today's episode is around surrounding the idea of unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be discussing that today. Uh, but if anyone listening, if anyone actually happens to listen to this podcast... Um, we don't know what name you'll see. Uh, we don't know no. what it's going to be called. Uh, we just know the first episode will be called Unpopular Opinion. So if you have a name idea, please uh, send it to us. Um, we'd love to hear it. Um, and uh, we'll probably just go along with whatever we end up coming up with once we post the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, feel free. Uh, we're we're always looking for new ideas. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to, uh, try to do this podcast, uh, I don't know, maybe once a week. Yeah, we can, we can aim for once a week. That sounds good. You know, maybe, you know, depending on, you know, what goes on throughout our weeks. So we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Uh, we'll aim for about once a week. Maybe we'll do more, maybe we'll do less, uh, as our own casual podcast. So we'll just, uh, we'll take it however we want. And that, yes. Yeah. So today we'll be talking about unpopular opinions uh this is the topic that jonah wanted to delve into today um so i'll let you take the floor from here uh when because why did you want to bring this up uh tonight especially um, because i mean all the time believe me when i say this i bring up unpopular opinions to people and then you know i'll say something like let's start with this topic pineapple on pizza what do you got to say about that i love pineapple on pizza my girlfriend doesn't Okay. Uh, Veronica, if you're listening to this, you're you're probably cringing at this right now. Um, but I, uh, I really enjoy pineapple and pizza. I think it adds something. I think it adds the the like the sweet element and the sort of zesty element Absolutely. that pizza doesn't always have. I think it's great. Absolutely, you know that that takes me back to a time I was with my friend once. I was uh, was at a pizza place with his family, and. Um, so we were all ordering pizza, and they're like, what do you want on your half? And so I said to them, you know, I want some bacon, some pineapple, and some black olives. And you know what? They looked at me with silence for a couple seconds. For like a good <laughs> 10 seconds, I said, you know, you know, I think I'm just going to go with some bacon, pineapple, and black olives. What? Huh? What? Well, well, I take his side there. Bacon, pineapple, and black olives. It's a really I know. It's weird, weird. yes combination i can i can understand that and i totally take my friend's sign on that one but i mean the thing is the reason i i'm you know i'm gonna open that up to say that's an unpopular opinion but i mean yeah the reason i think that i like it is just the taste it's so many different things at once that just come into be this one great thing that's just so really good that's why i like it the most but i mean that's like another topic i can bring up here so if you really want a true unpopular opinion, I don't like ketchup. There's I don't like ketchup. Well, hang on a second. I'm not done with the pineapple and pizza thing. I, I have stuff. What? I have what stuff now? I want to add. Because okay. I think pineapple and pizza is unpopular, but I think there's a good reason. I think it depends on people's tastes. I think different people like different things. You know, people are going to like pineapple and people are going to like that sugary, sweet element on their pizza. And some people don't. You know, everyone likes their pizza differently. That being said... Um, mm-hmm. pineapple on pizza is one thing. Yep. Pineapple combined with bacon is another thing. Well, pineapple yeah. with bacon and olives is a whole n- another whole another realm, realm of huh? strange pizza topics, and I'm not entirely sure I'm a I'm a fan of it. Okay, okay. I I, I mean, again, you're entitled to your own opinion. You out there listening, you're entitled to your opinion. Maybe you're on my side. You know what? Comment down below. 
Comment what, down comment below. Down below. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, don't know, we, don't know, we don't know where we're putting this yet. No, <laughs> we, don't we don't even know if people can comment this. on this. Tell us all about it. We want to hear because <laughs> we want to know what you're thinking right now. And in the future, though, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should do like, uh, we'll send like a questionnaire or end the podcast with a question, you know, and, and then the next episode, maybe we'll read out what people have to say. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, if they like that. pineapple and pizza or I guess what's their own unpopular opinion. Yeah. Uh, but we're getting, yeah. yeah, we're getting way ahead of ourselves though. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go back to the ketchup thing. So I don't like ketchup. That makes no sense to me. How does that make no sense to you? What, what do you have to say? I like ketchup. I, I think everyone likes, well, okay. Give me more context. Why don't you like ketchup? It's too sweet for me. It's just too sweet. And the taste is like, it's not like it's a bad taste, like I want to, you know, like throw up or something when I taste it. It's just something about it's just a little too sweet. And I personally, you know, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from those listening to this right now. But I'm going to accept that because, I mean, personally, it's just not something I'm a fan of myself. I mean, I'll go and, you know, I'll see someone with ketchup and I'm not going to say like, oh, my God, like, ew, ketchup's disgusting. But in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, like, why? Why are they having ketchup instead of, you know, maybe, you know, like, I don't know, something else. You know, maybe some barbecue sauce or, okay, no, I don't like mustard. So no mustard on that. Uh, not a mayonnaise fan. I'm not a big condiments guy. I'm just going to throw so that So not even ketchup, just condiments in general. You don't condiments like. in general, I do not like. I mean, maybe I'll have some, like, egg salad and I'll mix some mayonnaise in there. But if that's anything, like, the only thing is I actually, I like barbecue sauce and Again, with going back to like what I said with the pizza, when I put on my pizza the other day, this is going to sound wild. I made a quesadilla the other day and I put in, so what I like to do with my quesadillas typically is I put some cheese, I'll like melt the cheese on there and then I'll crunch up some bacon in there. Cause you know, it adds well, bacon and quesadillas, I think is great. Exactly. But then this is where you're going to get a little uh, iffy with me. I'm already iffy with you. You already <laughs> said you just like most condiments. Hey, 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 no. <laughs> I spread some applesauce on there, okay? Oh my God, you did! I did. So it was an it was a melted cheese with applesauce and like bacon crunched into it. And I Ugh. know, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking right now. Like, you're probably thinking, how can you live with yourself? I know, you're probably thinking, <laughs> what the hell is this guy talking about? But what? Yeah, yeah, something similar to that is going through my mind. What the hell is this guy talking about? Why is he telling me that he likes this stuff? And I'm gonna tell you straight up. It was okay. I'm not gonna tell you it was the greatest. <laughs> not thing even, not even it was good. Like I was waiting for, like I'll tell you, it was great. No, nope. I'll tell you, it was okay. Because I mean, <laughs> applesauce. Why would you put applesauce on a quesadilla? Because it was missing that sweetness to it, and I already had the applesauce on, and I was like, why not? Just let's give this a try. You and seem like your own little chef. You're looking for ways to like add different flavors oh, of sweetness that, that, that's and, pretty and saltiness. Mu- that's pretty much. I'm I'm a very sweet tooth guy over here. So anything, well, yeah. That, but why don't you like ketchup? I mean, to, to you say ketchup is a very sweet thing. I have interpreted ketchup as kind of a salty, sweet, tartar. Yeah, that's sort why. Of thing. That's Most the other thing. That's kind of why I don't like it though. Like I just don't personally like it mixed into something else or really on its own for that reason. Like, so you don't like even dipping things into it? Ugh, no, the idea of, like it's not like the idea of that like disgusts me. Like I said earlier, it's not like the idea of that disgusts me. But it just something about it just does not tell me personally in my mind. My mind is telling me, no, this is not something you're going to like. So you won't have ketchup. You won't have mustard. No. You will have applesauce on your microwave quesadilla. Indeed, I will. That is very strange. Okay, okay. (laughs) I know. I, You know what? It sounds strange. And I think if we really want to dive deeper into that, that's another episode, another time. But I think the thing is here that I'm just very unique with the way I make my things. I like Clearly. Well, okay. I mean, the thing is though, I I like to try these things and you know, the reason I do these things is not specifically because I'm like in my mind already, oh, this is going to be good. I do it because I tell myself this looks and sounds interesting. Maybe I'm just going to try it today. Okay, I appreciate that. You're you seem to be sort of an experimental type. I'm you'll very, you'll take yeah. stuff and you'll be like, um, I don't know how this tastes. Most people would be like, hmm, applesauce and quesadilla. No I'm not way. sure if I really want to do that. Um, but you're, you'll actually take that leap. You'll be like, I will do the thing no one else wants to do. I have the willpower. Yeah. I'll put these two ingredients together and I'll tell you what they are. Yeah. I'm glad I know it's okay. Exactly. Now I know I'll never try that 
for the rest of my life. Exactly. I'm Hercules. I'm I'm going the distance. You're going the distance. I am going that distance, baby. And I mean, yeah, I know it's weird. And I think we can move on to our next topic here instead of controversial foods. Well, Let's, hang on. I want to talk about. Well, I, you want to keep talking about controversial food? Well, you you and I seem to have differing opinions. You don't like condiments, and you like, <laughs> to a degree, applesauce and quesadillas. Oh, okay. I don't think I'll ever try applesauce and a quesadilla. However, I really enjoy my condiments. I like ketchup a lot. I like mustard a lot. No. I've actually recently liked. I've been eating a lot of Dijon mustard recently, Ooh, uh, only no, because it's just no, no, in our fridge for random meals that we've been making. Uh, but I, I have, I'm growing an affiliation for Dijon, like stone ground mustards and the different ways it can go into food. Like recently I've been making this, uh, honey mustard sauce. Um, I found this honey mustard sauce for microwavable chicken nuggets, uh, for one lunch I made and it was fantastic. And I know there was a salad I made just a few months ago Mm -hmm. that involved using Dijon mustard as an ingredient. And so I put it together with the olive oil and some other spices and I made this really nice, like, vignette. I think that's how you pronounce okay, it. Yeah, I, d- don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never learned how to pronounce that word correctly. Yes. Don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or you can't quote me on that. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Point is, I made it. It was very good. I'm there. So maybe, maybe you haven't tried condiments in the right setting. Because I've learned that, you know, condiments by themselves are fine. But, like, I'd say that for any food. Any food by itself is fine. But when you start to mix foods with other things, that's when you get the, you know, that's when you get the unique and interesting flavors, um, which kind of brings me back to pizza. Uh, that's, I think, one of the beauties of pizza. Because, like, you can have a plain, you know, a plain pizza is still made up of cheese and sauce and bread all combined with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And a pizza itself combi- combines... Combined, yeah. Combines. <laughs> <laughs> combines really as many different flavors and interest as you like it to. If you, you, can, you can make it a sweet or a salty one or a mixture of both. And it's wonderful because it's this palette of different ingredients that you get to mix with each other and, and get to absorb an experience. Absolutely. That, yeah. that could be one reason why pizza, people love pizza so much. Yeah, uh, at yeah. least that's why I like it. But maybe that's your problem. Maybe, maybe uh, you just haven't experimented enough with your condiments. Maybe you haven't found a, uh, a suitable way to combine them with other ingredients and make something that you actually enjoy. Okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah, maybe that is the case. But, I mean, that's like... You know, that's kind of like judging a book by its cover. Like, one time, uh, I remember I was at a party, and one of my friends brought, what was it, uh, deviled eggs. That's what it was, yeah. Ah, uh, great my, stuff. I know, right? I love deviled eggs. Deviled eggs are some of the greatest things on planet Earth. They are so delicious. You know what, I'm, again, I know some people are going to be coming at us like, you guys don't know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, no, no, no. About. People who don't like deviled eggs can leave. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, All interests are welcome here. Yes. But you're, just, you're, you're listening to two people who, who uh, enjoy deviled eggs a bit more than most people. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I'll, I'll gobble most of those down at parties. But, I mean, one time I came and I was with my friend who was, you know, sitting in the corner and they put him on the table. My, my other friend puts it on the table. He's like, oh, my God. Like my friend, like, yo, he just brought double eggs, man. Those things are disgusting. I'm like, really? They're disgusting. Have you ever tried a double egg? Uh, no. But then how can you say that? I don't know because I've never tried them, and I, it just doesn't look good. But you've never tried them, so you can't say that. I get it. Maybe it doesn't look good to you, but that doesn't mean it doesn't taste good to you. Just, just because appearance is different to you doesn't mean anything. You gotta try it first. I think something something all of us have to overcome eventually, though. I mean, we're all gonna judge things how they look. We do it all the time, despite how much we say we don't. Everyone judges things Absolutely. unconsciously or consciously. Mm-hmm. Food is no exception to that. We, you know, that guy looking at deviled eggs probably just didn't like them because he doesn't like the way they look. Deviled eggs don't look appealing to everybody because, I mean, nothing looks appealing to everybody. Not no. every piece of food is gonna look amazing, you know. Greasy pizza to someone who you in New York is not going to look good <laughs> to a vegan leaving, living somewhere God, in Boston. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh God, it, it's different for everyone. Um, yeah. So I, I get that. Uh, personally, I very much enjoy deviled eggs, and okay. I don't mind the look. I mean, the look does really nothing for me. It just looks like an egg in a different form. Egg in a different form. Okay, then yeah, that's that's fair. I think. That's the thing with devil eggs. Yeah, it's like an egg in a different form. But now that's not a very controversial thing because that's just simply saying I like this food. That's like... Are devil eggs controversial? I mean, no, because a controversial thing would be like saying... I mean, I guess, yeah, because I mean, it's kind of like the I don't like ketchup kind of thing. 
But also, if we want to talk about something controversial, I guess we could talk about... Okay, here's another one. I don't like guacamole. That is kind of controversial. I mean, I, I, we're, we're veering not into really public controversial opinions, but we're going into more your controversial likes and dislikes. Okay, that's which is yeah, fine. That's um, yeah, that's okay. Because so far I'm very intrigued into what you find tasty and what you find disgusting. No, no, no. That's not, you know, let's let's stop here. No, 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 no. I don't want to keep genuinely interested. No, no, guacamole. Why don't you like guacamole? I am no, I am genuinely interested because anymore. you've already talked about how you like applesauce in your quesadilla. So you've piqued my interest. <laughs> Uh, I, I very much want to keep talking about this. No, I don't Your interests talk about astound this. me, and I would like to know why. Um, but guacamole, I feel like that could be a more general dislike. Yeah. Uh, but also okay. there are different kinds of guacamole. There so is. I have, like, do you just not like guacamole in general? No. I mean, and, you know, it's funny. I used to love, like, avocados and things as, like, a kid, but now I grow up and I'm, like... Like, why did I eat that? Like, that's not good. I don't like that. Because I recently tried one, and I didn't like it at all. You don't like avocados at all? No, not anymore. Why so, not? Uh, I can't even tell you why, man. It's that taste. that The taste is not even close to, like, growing on me or anything. You know, it's just like, ugh, it's not good anymore. I mean, mm. that's like, you know, people don't like that kind of stuff. But, I mean, that's like um, one of my other brothers. He does not like strawberries. I don't know why he doesn't like strawberries, you know. And I think he says, like, the taste is just... Something about the taste just isn't for him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Those aren't really controversial. I think those are just people's, like, general dislikes. Like, yeah. you, the way you don't like uh, guacamole and avocados is sort of similar to the way that he doesn't like strawberries. Exactly. It's and just... It's their tastes. Yeah, that's know? the thing. And, I mean, what I love, though, about strawberries is when I can actually find a good one... Instead of actually eating it, I'll take a bite, but then I'll, like, suck out the juice of the strawberry because the mm. juice is, like, the best part. It's it's so good, and I just I Fair love enough. that. Fair it's enough. Fantastic. I, I will take that. I personally love my guacamole. I love making my own guacamole. Mm. I have not done it in quite a long time, uh, regrettably, uh, and admittedly, yeah. uh, but I do enjoy it. Um, okay. I think it's very tasty, and I think there are many... Uh, they're not... There are, there are variations you can make. You know, once again, guacamole is something where you take a bunch of different things and combine them. And, and the great thing is you can put as much of, of different things as you want. Like, I've had guacamole with, like, just avocado, some lemon juice, some salt and pepper, and some onions and tomatoes, and, and that was it. Whereas I've seen guacamole with, like, onions, peppers, tomatoes, uh, so many different spices, and salt and pepper, and lemon juice, lime juice. Just uh, you can add so much into it and create so many different mm -hmm. things and balance it all out. Um, many restaurants and many people do it differently. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, holy guacamole! I gotta tell you, oh that's, god, that's pretty interesting. Uh, just uh, sorry, quick general disclaimer: Holy guacamole does not sponsor this podcast. Is there a brand called Holy Guacamole? Yes, there is a brand called Holy Guacamole. I think you can find it at your local Target or Costco or oh. wherever you probably shop. Okay. You're going to find it there. Uh, I've seen it at parties. I've seen it everywhere. And I don't know, know if I've had Holy Guacamole, but, but yeah. uh, to those of you who have, uh, I hope it's good. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll have to try it sometime. This is not a sponsor for them, uh, purely because I have no opinion on them. I have not tried them, to my knowledge. Right. Uh, once I do... Uh, I will gladly review it. Mm. So I think besides guacamole, I don't really have any other like controversial food topics. I guess everything else I eat like genuinely someone like generally someone can just say, you know, maybe like, you know, yeah, it's okay or maybe it's not okay. Like it's not one of those like big things that everybody raves over like like other, pineapple and pizza. Yeah. Like that's that. the, that's the thing that like everyone raves over. Exactly. Yeah. Have you heard about the, uh, you know, the Chicago hot dog ketchup thing, The right? hot dog ketchup thing? Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, so, so for those who are unaware, it is, a, it is an unspoken Chicago rule that it is illegal to put ketchup on your Chicago hot dog. I don't know where that rule <laughs> came from. I am not a historian. Uh, if someone does, uh, please share it with me because I am interested in knowing. Yes. Uh, I disagree with it completely. Mm -hmm. uh, I will take ketchup or anything on my hot dog anytime I damn well please. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. I don't know if anyone actually takes those rules seriously. Uh, I, I think that's more uh, of a joking sort of matter. I, I want, you know what, two things. One thing is, I don't, you know, like I told you guys earlier, I don't like ketchup, but... 
I feel like not having ketchup on a hot dog in Chicago, that's just not right. Like, you got to let people have what they want to have. And I get it, you know, maybe it's a joking thing, but I want to genuinely meet a person, have them get a hot dog, put some ketchup on it, and then I want to walk with them in the city of Chicago, and I want to wait for that one person to strike and just be like, <laughs> and, you know, even if it's like a whispering tone, Honey, honey, you see that? That guy has ketchup on his hot dog. Oh, you see that? People oh, just <gasps> ketchup on his hot dog. Blasphemous. Exactly. And then, then, then you know, they're probably gonna have a mini heart attack because they just found out this guy put, you know, a hot dog on or ketchup on his hot dog. He's just gonna walk up. Hey, buddy, what you doing? Um, uh, I don't know. You putting the you putting that uh ketchup on your hot dog? Uh, yeah. I don't think anyone's actually gonna do that. No, I, I, I think I it. think I think the the worst thing you might get uh you might get a reaction like that at a Cubs game. Might <laughs> at the Cubs um, game. At okay. a Cubs game. Uh, but I think in public, despite no. possibly very very slightly possibly uh, a few side eyes, yeah. you won't get anyone outright telling you you cannot have ketchup on your hot dog. No one's gonna be like, no one's gonna want to come up to you and dictate your condiments anyway. And again, you're never going to have that problem because you don't like ketchup. Exactly. So that you don't even have to worry about it. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I have had ketchup in my hot dogs in the city of Chicago before, and I have faced no problem. Maybe I just got off lucky. Who knows? Yeah, you probably. I mean, I don't know. I've actually had a hot dog before. And here's another thing. This is going to sound weird because I'm we go again. slightly freaked out. Here we go again. Oh, boy. This is, uh, this is on a Cleveland trip we took. We went on a trip to Cleveland. It was a. Uh, I remember that trip. Wasn't that winter break? This was. Yeah. That this was, was winter, winter break. Yeah. It was winter break. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We went to a bunch of stores. We had a fantastic time. Totally loved it. I do recommend the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. It is very cool. Very cool. It is amazing. And I want to go back there so badly. But um, back on topic here, we went to a hot dog place. And I ordered. So the first thing I ordered, this was actually really good. You guys. Where is this? A hot dog place in Cincinnati? Yeah. yeah uh, okay. No, Cleveland. Cleveland, right. We were in Cleveland. So. I got tater tots, and I melted cheese on top of them. That, uh, you can't tell me that doesn't sound good. Tater tots and cheese is amazing. Exactly. Tater tots and cheese is, is, is a godsend. That, now, that's where the controversy came along, right here. Oh, boy. Because I got a hot dog with cheese, but also I put some Fruit Loops on the hot dog. Yeah. Strangely enough, that's like the least weird thing you've said so <laughs> yeah. far. Oh no, you know, like least, I, can, yeah. I, I don't know why. I feel like I can picture that. I feel like someone in the world has already like done that, or people would have experienced it, uh, no. experimented with that. Like Fruit Loops on a hot dog. That's like adding a, a sweet sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like some gourmet hot dog place somewhere would Definitely. do that. But like okay. I can picture that. I don't see that being uh, super unusual. Yeah. It is. It is generally unusual. Uh, I still kind of question why you did it, mm-hmm. um, but I'll accept it. I'll accept yeah. that. Uh, okay. I mean, first of all, I'm gonna stop there for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you who you are if if you don't do cereal before the milk. I'm gonna ask who you are because I am genuinely mad at you right now. That is not right. Again, you're really you're really serious about this, aren't you? Well, that's a thing that's been going around for years and years and years. And people are like, "Oh, what do you do? You put the milk before the cereal, cereal before the milk." And I'm like, "Well, obviously it's cereal before the milk." No, man, it's milk before the cereal. It's it's the stupidest thing ever. But still, I'm gonna stand by what I believe here, and you can tell me otherwise. I don't care. I do. I think the cereal should go before the milk. Yes. Um, well, am I, am I vehemently opposed no. to it being done the other way? No. Uh, what I, but the one rule yeah. I do have though, it's something I always do. I always make sure that every bit of cereal touches the milk. Absolutely. I, that's right I, I can, there is no, if I'm having cereal, like if I'm having cereal and milk in the morning, there is no dry cereal. All of it is going to end up either like slightly wet in the beginning or it's all going to be a soggy mess in the end, but it, all of it has to be touched by the milk. There's, there uh-huh. is no dry cereal. Okay. I, I cannot accept dry cereal. That's the thing. Now, let's go back to the hot dog thing. So the Fruit Loops and the cheese, you know, it's probably the least weird thing I've said all day. If you really wanted to make that weird, Ugh. you would take that hot dog and you would dip it in milk. Did you? Of course not. No. That's something I kind of think you would do now. <laughs> no. I kind of see that being a realistic thing that you would consider. Yeah, because you know what I do. We do now. You've revealed a lot about your interest in food and your willingness to go above and beyond when it comes to experimentation. Honestly, I'm sure there's someone out there who's done that. 
I'm sure because people do the weirdest things. Like, you know what? I, my friend is randomly obsessed with this ASMR channel. And I have a friend who's randomly obsessed. And they watch, like, all these weird ASMR things. And I think one time there was a uh, live octopus on there. And they watched them eat a live octopus. And I questioned why. Well, like, that could be a cultural thing. No, but it was, no, it was ASMR eating a live octopus. There are a lot of weird ASMR videos there. absolutely out there. are. One I, of my favorites, people have a salmon ASMR, where it's a video of, like, a person eating salmon in front of a microphone. Oh, my God. It's, like, very, it's very entertaining. What can I say? No, because I remember I was doing, like, a try not to take off your headphones challenge once, and it was someone doing ASMR, but they had, um... Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was now. Oh, onion rings. That's what it was. Onion ring. And they ASMR. had a sauce. But instead of like like you're holding up to the mic, it's like <laughs> and that's all you hear the whole time. It's like the staticky sound yeah. of the onion ring. Well and that's then, a, that's just a recording issue. And no, but also then the person crunches like <laughs> and that's all you hear. And it was the worst thing ever. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. I that's when I took my headphones off because I'm like this is about as bad as nails on a like freaking chalkboard. Yeah. And I'm like, no, man. I'm but not like gonna... octopus, I mean, I've had a calamari. It's good. I mean, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm sure people out there eat live octopus. I don't Absolutely. know how regularly, uh, but pe- I know people do it. And I mean, if it's, I don't have a, a problem with it. It's, no, it's I don't. People's have own likes if they like doing it, and it's fine, you know. Yeah, I'm sure there's. Some, I hope there's some nutritional benefit to it. You know, well, uh, to each it. their own, really. Absolutely, you to know, each their own. As long as it's like helpful to you and and sort of ethical, you know. I mean, we can go into the whole morals of, no, of meat uh, and 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 sort of the mass production and slaughtering of cows and chickens and please such. Please no. Uh, I, we're not going to go that route. This is not the episode for that. No. Um, but yeah, I don't see it being super controversial. I think Actually, it depends on where you are. You know what? Speaking of the cows, and I'm not going to go deep into this, but there was a documentary I watched. I can't remember the name right now. But it was about how the foods we eat. It's not about the foods we eat. It's about what happens to the animals that turn into the foods we eat. Oh, yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah. Again, topic for another episode. It's weird, and yes, that's a topic for another episode. But, um, yeah, to each other, I don't remember. I think it might have been in like a part of India or something. But they do this traditional thing where they'll take, like, a leaf, like a healthy leaf or something. They'll light it on fire. And then they stick it in your mouth. Oh, I've heard about that. And you just eat it. I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard about it. And I'm like... I I would try it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd try it. I mean, that just... That seems a little dangerous. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Well, I'm sure the number of times they've done it and the way they do it, it's not as dangerous Mm -hmm. as it may look. And actually, there's other... There's also this thing... I don't remember what country it is, but you get your ice cream, and they don't give it to you. Like they'll literally like hold it out, and then you'll be like, "Oh yeah, oh, nope, nope, you're not getting it." No, what no, mean, no, no. Like, keep away with it. Yeah, it, I can't stand watching that because I'm just like, give him the damn ice cream. But I mean, that's not what he's gonna get, right? Because this, that, I mean, but that's what the country's all about. Like the fact that they do that, that's what they're known for. Is like playing that kind of trick on you. Their country's known for playing keep away with your ice cream? Yeah, that's kind of how they, I don't know. I've never heard of those. I, mean, I think it's on YouTube somewhere or something. Oh, there's a video. So I don't know if there's an actual country dedicated I mean, to it. But but it's like Spain or something. I mean, look at, like, you've seen in Spain and, like, Barcelona how people, you know, like, will dress up and look like a, like a statue or something. And they'll stand there. And that'll be, like, live entertainment. And then you'll be like, oh, my God, that was a person. Well, yeah, that's everywhere. That's not just Spain. Like, I, I went know. to Disney World and saw that. I have not seen that anywhere else but outside of the USA where I uh, currently am. So You are not currently outside the United States. You are, in no, fact, said, inside no, the United States. But I'm saying I have not seen it anywhere else besides outside the USA. Okay. I want to clarify, though. You and I are not currently outside the United States. No. We are, in fact, residing inside it. We are in Japan. Yes. Um, back to food and the controversy, controversial food, um, as, as we've got way off topic. Um, (laughs) I was going to talk about the tater tots. What about the tater tots? I think, I I don't think I've ever met someone who doesn't like tater tots. I met people with different preferences when it comes to tater tots. No one ever has expressed a dislike for tater tots. And I also like tater tots because like pizza, you can pile up a bunch of stuff on top of them. 
like cheese and bacon and sauce and like and sardines. Because you know, sardines on pizza is absolutely disgusting. I don't know why you eat that. That is pretty controversial. I'd say it's because I've mm. I feel like there's an untapped niche of people that really enjoy sardines on pizza. I don't know if I met them. I, I don't think I've met anybody <laughs> who likes them, but I feel like they exist. I feel like there are people out there who really, really enjoy it. Um, I don't know why. I have not tried it, though, so I have no opinion. I, I need to try sardines on pizza in order to actually decide if I like it or not. I've tried sardines by themselves. They're fine. It's it's what you expect. It's It's a fish. It's, it's a, a tiny fish. It but doesn't it's really taste salty. that great. It's really salty. I don't like it. It's too juicy, too mm. salty. That stuff is... Well, maybe they want like a salty, juicier pizza. But I don't like that idea. I mean, it's not something that I would just immediately cling on to or anything, you know? That's fair. I think everyone's different when it comes to that sort of thing, you know? Absolutely, yeah. But food is very uh, controversial. Yeah, it's very controversial. I would say... Controversial thing, you know, you can honestly, if you really find someone like, let's talk like, let's talk about Guy Fieri for a second. Let's go that route and talk to, talk about the fact that this guy literally travels around the world to these landmark restaurants and cl- like he almost like when he walks in there, it's almost like he claims it as his own and then just goes back and is like, so how do you make the food? And that's what his show's all about. Drivers, dri- Dines, and Drives. If you guys have not watched that show, I... Diner, highly, diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I highly encourage you go check that show out because it's amazing. I have not... Uh, I've not watched a lot of Guy Fieri. He seems fairly honest. He's a he very, seems like a guy yeah. who enjoys food. He'll go to places. He'll look at the food. He'll eat the food. He'll find out how the food is made. And he'll talk about it. I, I think that's, that's... Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no Gordon Ramsay, but I mean... Are you comparing uh, Guy Fieri to Gordon Ramsay? No, they're two polar opposites. I don't know what our viewing audience, how many... I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this, but they're going to... They're gonna. They I'm are, sure they're already kind of fairly uh, put off by your opinions. Okay, no, they're polar opposites. They're literally polar opposites of each other. Guy Fieri is a guy who likes to try food and tell people if he likes it or not and why. And he's very up... You know, he's very honest and... Straight up about it. Whereas Gordon Ramsay is this guy who will either like your food and tell you he loves it, or he can stand there and cuss about how terrible your food is all day. That's literally all he can. And his daughter, uh, Matilda Tilly Ramsay, she has her own show, her own cooking show on the BBC that she does. That's and awesome. Yeah, and you know, in an interview, they're like, "Oh, so you know, who's the better chef, you or your dad?" Oh, oh, she's definitely me because my I'm not mean like my dad. <laughs> well, I never I never interpreted Gordon Ramsay as mean. I didn't I, I, I thought he was. I mean, I think a, a good amount of it is show. I, I suppose Absolutely. you know. I think he enjoys doing it though. One, I think it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But also, he's not like. Th- there's a difference between when he's working with kids and when he's working with adults. I'm sure yeah. you've seen those videos. Oh, when yeah. Gordon Ramsay works with kids, he's very supportive. He's like, "Oh my gosh, don't worry. You know, you're." You're learning. You know, if you make mistakes, it's okay. You learn from your mistakes and you do Whereas better. Whereas adults... Well, but I see that's his point, I think. I, I think I, re- I read an interview where he talked about how he yells at adults because unlike children, the, the stuff that he teaches children yeah. is the stuff that adults should know by now. Yeah, And, and, exactly. the, stu- and the, the mistakes that adults are making in the kitchen in these like large-scale restaurants should not be, be being made. You okay. know, these mistakes should have been pressed in them a long time ago, and as chefs, you know, if they're ignoring basic rules of thumb when it comes to cleanliness and how to prepare food, yeah, um, then they kind of deserve to be yelled at because this okay. is stuff that should have been pressed into by now. Here's my question then: Do the people Gordon Ramsay really doesn't like? Do they are those the people that end up on Worst Cooks in America? Do they just get sent there as soon as they're off that show? Uh, that is not a question for me to answer because I do not know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean. But yeah, I've seen some stuff that people do on that show, and that's like amateur hour right there. I mean, I kind of have to agree with Gordon Ramsay, and because you know, like you were saying, with the kids, the stuff he teaches those kids is stuff adults should know by now. It's like basic cooking skills, and if you're coming in to Gordon Ramsay and you're stressing out, that clearly shows either you know what you're doing, but you're just incredibly nervous because you know it's Gordon Ramsay, or I have no idea what I'm doing. 
I just want to come on because I want to be on TV, but I have no idea how to cook. I can probably cook you an omelet or something, but it's probably not going to be that great. I think it depends. It does. Absolutely. But I do think uh, I do think people are itching to cook for Gordon Ramsay because yep. even if even if he doesn't, I mean, put it this way: if if someone out there is itching to cook for Gordon Ramsay, they usually like either a know they have no idea what they're doing and are yep. expecting to be yelled at for the entertainment value, or know what they're doing and just want like honest to goodness criticism. Yeah, and yeah. most of the time, that's what Gordon Ramsay provides. Like even despite all his yelling, like. Through all his yelling and his swearing, he's telling him what like should be done, and he's giving support. Either that support is harshly given or it's gently given, depending on, on that, you know, person what that person warrants. Yeah, I mean, have you seen like he on TikTok? And I mean, I don't use TikTok. I only use like other social media platforms, so I hear about it. But um, I think he reacts to like people making the food or whatever. People will make a food, and they're like, Gordon Ramsay, you yeah. do this, and then. You know, he is. He's participating in TikToks now, and th- those are so. Those are for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. The, like, so, okay, some people would be like, "Hey, Gordon Ramsay, you know, rate my like three hour long piece of meat that I spent all day. You know, I spent three hours <laughs> cooking. Um, and either they'll put like really good effort into it, and they'll yeah. be like, "No, do this, do this. You know, make it better." Or they'll just like purposely yeah. make something so awful uh-huh. just so Gordon can yell at them. And give them entertainment value. And that's not what we want. But I mean, I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's okay. If they want to, if they want to spend uh, a good amount of their life and a good money amount of money uh, buying food and completely wasting it on a funny video, that is their decision. I will laugh. Um, yeah. I find comedy in that. <laughs> I absolutely do. Yeah, it's a great thing. And Gordon Ramsay is just one of you know many great chefs out there. You know. But I think another thing is with Gordon Ramsay, he's like one of those top tier chefs that it's rare to see him like someone's food. That's another. Thing. I've seen it before. I've seen it, but it's rare. Like I, 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 I know. I think it's rare to see him give like no criticism. That I don't think too. it's rare to see him actually like the food. I think. I think. I just think the popular stuff that people see is him like yelling. Exactly. Everyone knows Gordon Ramsay is this, this angry guy who comes in and yells yeah. at chefs for not doing their jobs. In reality, if you actually watch the content, he'll probably he probably likes much more of the food than is let on. Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, it's like Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. Uh, I have I do not watch Dance Moms. I don't oh, get that oh, reference. she <laughs> is. Uh, she's this unbelievable woman. I, I don't know uh, any of you viewers out there who watch Dance Moms. You're gonna agree with me on this. She solely I watch the show because I laugh at it. Like. The girls will, the girls in the dance show, they'll start doing a dance and she'll just be like, no, no, stop, stop. You don't know the dance. You don't know what you're doing. And then these snooty moms will come in. Abby, I practiced with my daughter all week. She knows, no, your daughter has no idea what she's doing. She doesn't know that, she doesn't know the dance number. She shouldn't be here. You can leave my studio. And then little girls get sent home crying. Because this woman named Abby Lee Miller just has to be this giant baby about everything these little girls do. She has to be like, no, 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 you did this and you did that. And, you know, you know, you did this because I told you to do this, but I didn't see it. And then the moms will always come back with something else to say, trying to explain to Abby, my daughter did do it. You're clearly blind or something because you didn't see it. And it's, it's, it's annoying. But, I mean, I laugh at it because I think it's funny. Oh, I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah. Is is Dance Moms controversial? Um, as a, as a show, do you think like there like there think you think there's a divide of people who think differently on it? I mean, yes, there's definitely a handful of people who would say that's just irritating because all it is is literally like this this dance woman instructor who's really stupid and doesn't know what she's doing while being watched by like 20 million soccer moms or something, you know, like that's what some people might say, but other people might just say, you know, like it's the funniest thing ever. Like I, you've got to watch this because you'll watch, it's like so funny. And that's where like, there's a split and there's a controversy there. Cause some people will say, Oh, it's irritating. But some people will be like, no, it's great. So that's kind of, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unpopular opinion. I don't watch dance moms. Right there. See, there <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's entirely unpopular. I don't know anyone who watches besides you now uh, no, uh, who I, watches dance moms. Oh, I have plenty of friends out there who are watching dance moms. Mm. I have plenty of friends who watch 
dance moms. But that's getting off topic here. That's for another episode mm-hmm. again. We'll discuss that later. All right. Another, uh, speaking of unpopular TV show opinions, uh, yeah. I have not finished Tiger King. I don't think I ever I, I refuse to. to watch that show. Why, not, why do you refuse to watch Tiger King? It's stupid. It's idiotic, and I feel like there's no. I've and is, no, is the no, concept, I'm not. I'm is, not is here. Is the concept no. of the guy like is the stuff the guy does idiotic, or is the show itself idiotic? The show and Joe Exotic can go jump in a fire or something. That's wow! <laughs> Look, <laughs> I I'm not here to judge a book by its cover because I've actually watched a clip from the show. So you, you watched a clip from the show, absolutely. and now you have that. I, I watched like a 15, strong opinion. Well, I watched like 15 <laughs> minutes of the show because my friend was watching it at his place, and I, I went over and I'm like, "What you watching?" He's like, "Oh, I'm watching like Tiger King." Whatever. I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna give this a try only because I'm here to try it." And I did, and I hated it. I genuinely hated it. Not only is this guy being cruel, and he's talking about this. Stupid Carol Baskin woman that no one really uh, cares about. That was a trend. I mean, I think for a while people really did care about okay, her. Okay, but, but the only <laughs> there was a whole her... like trend going on about like if she murdered her husband or yes, not. Yes, I know, but that's only because Joe brought up that just to make people think that something she did something stupid like that. Joe only said that because he's like, oh, this Carol Baskin woman, oh, she killed her husband. It's like, well, supposedly the show, because again, yeah, I, I saw, I think. Two episodes. Supposedly, the show presents you with evidence that that Carol Baskin killed her husband. Yes, but um, <laughs> I, I, and I have no opinion. No, because like, everyone there's like a trend going around <laughs> saying she did it. Like literally, every person I've wa- every person I've talked to who has yeah. completed the show has come to the conclusion that she that did? Carol Baskin has killed her husband. Um, Because that's what Joe wants you to believe. Is that what Joe... Ah, true. Is that what the show wants us to believe, or is that the truth? Is that just the way the show framed the whole situation? It's just what the show wants us to believe. It's all in good fun, but I don't... I don't know. They're talking about death and destruction here and murder. I don't know how much good fun this is really in. That's like most shows. That's like that that ghost hunter show. They want you to think there's ghosts, but are there really? I mean, yes, I can say I... I do believe in ghosts, and I think they they can, you know, some form of a spirit can come, but not to a level where you're going to be a ghost hunter and you're going to say, oh, I just found a ghost here. Like, that's not... Yeah, Un- unpopular opinion-wise, I believe there are ghosts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how unpopular that opinion is. I've kind of be- met people who are 50-50. Yeah. I've seen people who are like, yep, I, I believe it, I believe it. I've seen people. I've met people and talked to people who are who are like, uh, I think they're real, but like not to the degree people think they are. And I've met people who are like, nah, they don't. They, yep. they're not, they're not, they don't exist. I think they do. Okay. Um, I I also think uh, similar to what you just said that a lot of like those ghost hunters or ghost adventure stories are much more amped up. Yeah. Uh, than the actual encounters are. Uh, all with that little disclaimer in front of every episode. That's like, oh, the following is based on real events. Yeah. Which means how much they actually talk about in the show might just be made up in order to make it more dramatic and, and cinematic and, and absolutely. Such, you yeah. Know? I. I. Yeah. Totally. I mean, the other thing is, it's like, uh, like searching for big Bigfoot, whatever. Like finding Bigfoot. I love finding Bigfoot. I think Bigfoot is real. Unpopular yeah. opinion. I right think there. Bigfoot okay. is real. Um, the why we haven't really like, I, I think he's here's 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 my opinion. I think Bigfoot is real. Well, actually, no. Finish the thought. Then I'll, then I will say what I have to say. Bigfoot, if he is real, has been uh, killed and stuffed into a statue, so he can be put on display for people to see. I'm throwing it out there. That, that's what. That's your opinion. There is no way you think there- that there is still a Bigfoot roaming out there. He would have been most likely really? shot, killed, and dead by now. Interesting. I disagree. I think Bigfoot's out there, but I think that this, despite the fact that the United States is still, despite how civilized and like populated the United States has become, there are still areas. With mm-hmm. enough like distance and cover and yeah. and nature in them that have have been unexplored, where strange things happen, that Bigfoot or like whatever species it is can still roam around. And yeah. like the idea itself, I think, is is too ridiculous or humorous, uh-huh. uh, and even a little creepy 
um, to warrant a proper investigation. Um, okay. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anyone, like, I don't think there's ever going to be enough intrigue for, like, the, the military no, or no, the no, FBI no. to go and search for this thing. Because, like, at this point, it's kind of a running joke. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot, you know. It's oh, not like Area 51 thing. or anything, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you know, of course, conspiracy theory. The government already knows and they don't want us to know. Or they're okay. hiding it Okay, no, 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 no. Right there, that's on a whole different level. We don't need to worry about what the government knows and does not know. That's not our business. Right All now. right, yeah, yeah. That's highly classified. We're just focused on what people know. Today we're focused on what people know and what people disagree on. Yes. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, Bigfoot... He, he's out there. He or he, she, them, they, all of them, they're they out there. They are out there, and in 2032, there's going to be a EB, uh, eBay auction off for Bigfoot's carcass. Yeah, you think there's like a statue made of them? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't. Maybe, you know, maybe. You, just, you said there were. I mean, maybe, the, maybe there is a statue that people have made a lookalike of him, or, you know, the closest thing you can say to saying, I have met Bigfoot or I have seen Bigfoot is Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, Harry and the Hendersons, that's a charming movie. That's the closest you're probably going to get right now. As much as I'd love to say, hey, you know, I, I, you know, I think you've seen Bigfoot. Harry and the Hendersons is about as close as anyone can get these days. That's fair. I have not seen Harry and the Hendersons in a long, Neither long time. I, uh, I remember it being very charming. It, yeah, it's a charming yeah. movie. It's a cute little film. It's not, you know... Clearly, it was not you know great, but I mean, it's not like as bad as Sharkboy and Lava Girl or something. Sorry, <laughs> um, Sharkboy and Lava Girl has become an icon. Okay, is yes. it a cultural icon? Is it a good movie? By no means. Well, uh, well but is it enjoyable yes. and entertaining? Yes, it is. Okay, uh, I recently had the chance to check out the new Robert Rodriguez film We Can Be Heroes on Netflix. Is that good? It's not as bad as people say. It's not fantastic. It's no mind blowing movie. But it's not bad. Well, should do? Would you recommend it? Um, I mean, here's the thing about me, and I'm gonna be straight up with y'all. I typically tend to like movies that people don't like, or people will say you were just bad. full of unpopular opinions tonight, aren't you? No, I'm always <laughs> full of unpopular opinions. I always am. That's the honest truth right there. I am full of unpopular. Opinions. All right, give us another one. Another unpopular opinion that you have, because clear you, you from what you've demonstrated tonight, you think about things quite okay. differently than most people do. <laughs> today's music shouldn't solely be based around today's youth. It's solely based around today's youth. Anything hmm. that they think will get like you know anything that'll boost their numbers. So any rap music or anything, that's what people today listen to. But I think they should allow anything. You know, and you know what. For that reason, I'm going to put my foot down right now. You can tell me whatever you want. Get rid of the term boomer. I can't stand it. I cannot well, stand it. I know, I know it's a meme, it's a joke, and that's what people solely use it for. But the thing is, I feel like that's just become such a thing that it's beyond a joke sometimes. And people, I'll read the YouTube comments, and people will be like us, and they'll put in parentheses, us boomers. You know, like, this is what we think is good music, and we think what you listen to is absolute crap. And I read that sometimes, and I'm like, you know, you know, maybe, yes, they're entitled to their opinion, but we don't need the term boomer around here. We don't need that. Like, it's unnecessary. Hmm. I never heard that argument before, how, how today's music should not be solely based on the youth. To yeah. a degree, I kind of agree with that. It should. Um... I think there's a reason why it is. Yes. Uh, because, you know, America's youth is what they're, they're the ones that are going to grow up and they're the ones who are going to like get, you know, earn money. And, and they're like the mass market that people can appeal to yeah. um, that, that I guess companies have figured out that they can rely on to support mm -hmm. um, or yeah. companies can rely on, on the youth to support them. Um, through mass marketing and then singer songwriters and, right, and the different right, types of music. Right, right. Um, I don't think all of today's music is 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 uh, targeted toward the youth. I do agree that a lot of it is, especially a lot of like, um, you know, popular music, uh, yeah. on popular music radio stations. A lot of it is like music that you can see is very dedicated toward, you know, people who are ages eight through yeah. twenty five, like Moody Radio. 
I guess like Moody Radio Chicago, uh, Kiss FM, you know, 93.9 FM, 101.9. All of these are not sponsors. We're just listing <laughs> popular radio stations. Yes, exactly. It's just listing popular. No, but uh, but but I, yeah. I I I agree with that. I think they should. Well, well, here's the thing too. Just popular music is what the kids listen to. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think a lot of it is them marketing toward them. Uh, the popular music is just what what's popular and it's popular because of the younger mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. you know the songs that are getting the biggest hits right now are the ones that the kids are listening to you want another you want another controversial topic well hang on i want to address the next one well, well, well you said two things okay. you said you mentioned the music one well you, you mentioned boomer well boomer I? that's a term that's a generational term that's used to uh well this goes back to the whole argument Okay. How people like want to create labels for everything, yeah. you know, including generations. We, the people and scientists have tried to like map out, you know, j- and name people that were born between a certain number of years. You know, there are the boomers, there are the millennials, yep. there's the there's, there's the us, there's like Gen Z, um, a Gen Y, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I don't keep track. Um, yeah, I don't see like any real negative connotation to the term boomer being used purely because it's not a negative label. All it is is just yep. telling them, Hey, you were born between you were born in like this collection of years. That's not a, a negative thing. No. We're just telling you when you were born. And that's, you know, that's just, it's the fact. Exactly. <laughs> it's the fact. I mean, that's the thing. Um, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing. I don't think, it's a terrible thing. The only reason I'm kind of controversial on it is because there are some people out there who do take that as a serious thing and who do say... Well, why should they, though? I don't exactly, think they should. That's my question. Why should they? Like, I'm not going to say, like, you know, oh, I'm, like, completely on your side and, like, you know, it's not good to say boomers or I'm completely on, you know, the other people's side and boomers is a funny thing. Like, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle here. Like, yes, I get it. You don't want to hear that because you take, you know, maybe some people take that in a different way than others because you don't know how people take things these days. And there's also that side, though, that I'm on that's just like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, why do you care? Like, it's just, you know, I get it. We're branding people with these labels now, but, like... It's not really branding. It's just labeling. Because people, again, like, we as humans just want to label everything. Scientists want to label everything to make, like, it easier. Like, you can't... I never really thought you could label generations. I still think generations are very, very loose. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I see the definition of what constitutes a millennial changing. It's like one one time I saw it was like it ended at 1990. Uh-huh. Another time I saw it ended at 1999. Yep. Another time I saw it ended in 1995. Another time 2003. Another time 2001. Another time 2000. It, just, it changes all the time. Absolutely. Um, and to me, the, what that tells me is that they're they're so loosely defined that there's really kind of no point yeah uh and and and, you know proclaiming these labels you know uh but they exist they they made them and they're out there there's and i don't really see anything negative about them and and to anyone who who takes offense to being called uh, a millennial or boomer or gen z you you shouldn't feel offended it's just when you were born you know it's I don't see that as an insult or a compliment. I, I see that as an observation. Exactly. That's all it is. And I mean, I, I don't know. I think you can kind of leave it at that because, I mean, there's not much else to say about it unless, you know, obviously we had someone to actually kind of talk about that. But, I mean, th- there's not much else to say about it. That's kind of just, you know, the general idea of it, I guess. Yeah, that, that's that's what generation is. A generation Z... Z Y X L P Q R S. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Now you're just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There was a, an interesting opinion I heard the other day on letters. What? Okay, what'd you hear? Someone, I watched a video, and I think someone ended up talking to me about this in person. Uh-huh. How certain letters of the alphabet are completely unnecessary. Why? Uh, take Why? the letter Why? C. Okay. They use the letter C as an example. Why do we have the letter C? Their their argument was the C. The letter C is um, irrelevant because the sound a C makes, uh, which is either like S or or, or K, you know, like a K. C either makes the sound of a K or makes the, the sound of an S. And we already have letters that do both of those things. Therefore, the letter C is irrelevant because we have the letters K and S to make those sounds already. Yeah. Someone else told me that they disagreed with that Okay. Because the letters themselves are not just, they don't matter 
they, they matter in terms of how they sound, but they also matter in terms of symbols. Yeah. You know, and the way that the certain letters, what, what the certain letters represent and how they go together um, also symbolizes sort of how a word should sound. And that's why they matter. And that's why the letter C needs to stay there. You know, okay. uh, because CH is, is going to sound different than KH. Exactly. Like C is for cookie, you know, and cookie is for me. <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. No, but the, yeah, I, I can I can understand why that's like an um you know an unpopular opinion because people are like you know alphabet. But the thing is though, and I've always been told this. I my teacher told me this once. The alphabet is like almost like you know making different words, like you know, you know, like being famous almost. Being famous isn't just, you know, it, yes, it's a, a thing that you can be, like, labeled as a famous person. What matters is what you do with that label, just like the alphabet. There's 26 letters in the alphabet. What matters is what you do with those 26 letters that you have. That's the thing that, uh, like, all in all matters there. Well, that's of course, that's how you form words. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying we need those letters. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. So that's, that's sort of supporting the, the second person's argument. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, we mentioned cookies briefly. I know we're going back to food. Okay. Many, many of our unpopular opinions seem to be focused around food. They <laughs> absolutely do. And cookies? Oatmeal cookies are great. Oatmeal, oatmeal raisin cookies stink. Hey, and what? Oatmeal raisin are terrible. Oatmeal no. chocolate chip are where it's at. Oatmeal yeah. anything is fine. Oatmeal chocolate chip is, is, the, is great. A whole new oatmeal thing. raisin. Oatmeal raisin, I feel like, was created as a prank. To make someone think they were actually oatmeal chocolate chip, but you know, sorry to, sorry if they were actually raisins. I mean, I don't buy oatmeal raisin as a real good. cookie. I like, I think they're delicious. I think they're unnecessary. I don't. You know what? I don't like figs. Figs? I do not like figs. I cannot picture what a fig tastes like right now. Can't you get? I don't think I've just what it tastes like. Like I'm sure someone has come up come up to me and said, "Hey, Ryan, try this fig." And I've had it, and I've I've responded to how I I thought of it. Yeah. But I can't remember what a fig tastes like. Okay. I mean, yeah. I haven't had one in a while, but I never liked them. I yeah, I never liked figs. And mm. I mean, again with the cookies, I can yeah, I mean, I can go with it or not. But uh, what's the insomnia cookies? That's the place, right? Insomnia cookies is where it's uh, at. Once again, not a sponsor, but insomnia cookies. Oh, you rock. You're so great. That's where it's at, man. We w- last time I had insomnia cookies was when we were in NYC. That's the mm. last time I had for for the uninitiated. Uh, insomnia cookies is a a uh, a cookie <laughs> shop that yep. stays up late into the night. Um, and if you want, you know, some nice hot cookies oh, in the middle of the yeah. night, they depending on where you are, uh, they will bike to you with a box of cookies and give you cookies at like two a.m. It is amazing. It's unbelievable. Uh, th- that that sort of thing is what gives me faith in humanity. Yeah. That that something like insomnia cookies <laughs> exists. I think it's beautiful. Just like cheesies. Just like cheesies. Cheesies is a ch- uh, grilled cheese place. We gotta stop yeah. shouting brands out here. <laughs> yeah, uh, sponsor, people, sponsor. People people who don't live uh, relatively around us may not know what the heck we're talking about all the time. Cheesies well, is a grilled cheese place. But you know what? That's a fair thing because then. If we meet someone from another area, they're going to say, we don't have cheesies, but we have this over here. And maybe you've never heard of that. You that like, is true. We got to pay fair attention to that. So, I mean, yeah, cheesies is delicious. And what I could go for is some warm pineapple grilled cheese. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like, actually, you know what? I would try pineapple and grilled cheese. I, would I haven't, but I would do it. Pineapple, bacon, and black olives, anyone? No. Yep, yep, yep. Mm, that's the that's the good stuff. No. Mm-mm-mm. No. I love it. I love Any it. Any other unpopular opinions that you have that are not related to food? <laughs> uh, Not related to food. I mean, can we go back to the music really quick? Sure. Today's music is not real music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Please you. Please elaborate, because uh, I have yeah. I have something to say about that. Also, I want you to define today's music. What do you what What is your definition of when you say today's music? What do you mean? Rap music, not even just rap music, mm. just like general like pop and K-pop. And you think that's not really that's music. what people are centering around? Like you know, let's talk. Mm, sure, BTS. Why not? People love BTS. You don't have to be you know 
Korean to say I love K-pop and I love BTS. Like I have plenty of friends who are like, you know, you know, K-pop is great and I love BTS and I think they're fantastic. But there's also people that are more centered around like the general American pop music. So Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you know, her, you know, people like that. That's what people like. My problem is they're, it's not real music in this way. All of the, okay, okay, continue, continue. There's no drums, there's no pianos, there's no nothing. It's not actually being played in the studio. It's all off of either a soundboard or maybe a MIDI board or something. But that's all it is. There is no drums mm. in the studio. I don't hear guitar to uh, maybe like Ed Sheeran or something. But still, that's quite a rare occasion these days. So by saying that, you're arguing that in order for music to be, quote, real music, it needs to consist of guitar, piano, and drums authentically recorded yeah, in order to be yeah, constituted it, it as to real music. of actual instruments it can't be off of a midi board or just a drum pad it why are those not actual instruments because it's all it's all technology it's all electric whereas like if you use a guitar maybe yeah you're plugging it into an amp but it's but it's a real sound that's coming from what you play it's coming from what you play that's why i'm gonna argue my point here well let me ask you a question when it comes to that what? so you listen to all music on the radio, right? I mean, not all music. Okay, but some music you don't listen to on the radio, you listen through Spotify, you listen yeah, through oh, computer, yeah. right? I, I hear about it all So the because you're not hearing the the drums and the guitar and the piano live right in front of you, instead you're hearing it through speakers, would that mean that what you're listening to is not real music? No, it would not. Because, because that goes against your argument. Because if it's like rock and roll or something, I hear it on the radio... I will still consider it real music because it was real instruments that were recorded in a studio. It wasn't a drum pad in a studio. And a guy, and you know, have you ever seen those things where it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen that people use these, they're called loopers. They're like, you know, like yeah. loop pads, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's another thing. That's another thing that I see people use all the time these days. And over the radio, though, I'm not going against my thing here because over the radio, when I hear like rock and roll music or something, I still tell myself that is real music because it was real instruments recorded in a studio. That's why I'm saying that. Okay, so here's another question I have for you. What? Um, a lot of these, what you're, what you're referring to as electronic musical sounds, uh, like drum pads. What, are they pre-recorded? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, a lot of them, you know, a lot of uh, samples. Let, let me use an example. I use something called uh, BBC Spitfire. Okay. Basically, what they do is they take some poor violinist out there, they stick him in a recording booth, yeah. and they say, play the letter A, like A5, A and they'll play A5. They're like, okay, play A5, but slower, and they'll play it. Okay, play A5, but faster, and they'll play it. Okay, play A5, but like yeah. you're on a cloud. Okay, play A5, but like you're uh, going to sleep. Okay, play A5 like you're really angry. <laughs> Um, and they'll do that, and then they'll go to A flat and A sharp, and then sorry, A sharp, and then B, and then B sharp, and they'll go through pretty much every note in the range of the instrument. And then, so what that allows you to do, yeah, um, is all those different variations mm. are are different recordings of the letter A, right? You know, you have A played like very fast, you have A play, played very slow, um. And then they'll give you an instrument library. The one I have is called BBC Spitfire. It's it consists of a a pre-recorded orchestra. Pretty much every uh, it's like everything they did for that violinist I just mentioned. They do for like all the parts of the orchestra. They do it for the horns. They do it for the the cellos and such. Um, yeah. And what that allows me to do when I'm I'm playing a digital instrument on my computer mm -hmm. is play what is essentially a recording of someone playing their note yeah. in different ways. What I can then do is alter how the note sounds. Right. I can alter how long it's played for. I can alter the pitch manually. I, I can, per, I can uh, add many different effects to that so note. that word again, manual. There it is again. Well, I can, but the point is I can, I can myself as a musician create a bunch of different effects to this note to create a specific sound I want. So because I'm doing that, 
and because it uses the original and, and what I make may not sound at all what the original sound of the instrumentalist playing was. That being said, um, when you hear something like that over the radio, you know, sounds that stem from actual uh-huh. instrumentalists playing their note, why is that not considered real music? Because, like I told you, you know, people use the live instruments in the studio, and when they have to make changes, they simply just record it again and again and again. They do 20 million takes until they can get it right. That's what every... I mean, that's what all music is. You, you, you record something or you play something, and then when you get the sound you want, you, you, you get the sound you want. I, know, but still, I argue that's what you do for all music. I know, but everything's still manual these days. It's all There is no actual playing of an instrument when they're in the studio. It's all pre-recorded instruments on a drum pad. That's not what I consider real instruments. Well, not necessarily, because the drum pad consists of recorded sounds by a drummer that someone altered and made into their own thing. And then that person can alter the sounds themselves to make their own sounds. And then those can be made into those their own sounds. Like It's, it's really like an endless loop of, of taking sound and modifying it to work for you. You're essentially creating your own sound. Yeah. You know, I mean, put it this way. You creating, you getting a drum pad uh-huh. and playing drums. Okay. It's like you're, you're, you, you're arguing you're playing someone else's recorded drums, right? Yeah. So what if I took someone else's drum set and started playing the drums? Would that, would, am I just playing someone else's drums then too? Aren't I? I mean, yeah, but not, but not. So why is that not real music? Because you're not actually playing them. You're just using the pad. If you're actually playing, when I say someone else's drums, I'm saying like you have a real drum kit from someone else in the room and you're actually playing it. So you want to hear live instruments in your music, otherwise it is it is not real music. Correct. I still completely disagree with that. Uh, you know what? You're going to have your own opinion then. Because I think music... Music does not always have to have the same live instruments. I think that's the beauty of it. I think it's really what sounds pleasurable. I think that's what it is. It's, okay. it's a person creating. Uh, I watched. Uh, I was watching a TV show the other day. I forgot the name of it. But okay. someone put it very well. Music is a collection of sounds or sound that lasts in a finite moment in time. Right. And and it really it's up to that person that makes it as mm-hmm. to what that sound sounds like, you know? And that can consist of literally anything. You mm-hmm. know. Um and so and you know, everyone considers music differently. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And so I like to think that, you know, the a musician can make whatever they like to make and if it's recorded drums that they alter to their own, then I consider that music. Yeah, okay. You I know? mean, that's your own opinion, and that's going to be that. That's fair. That is, a, that is a true unpopular opinion. I was glad to have this discussion with you. That was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we are wrapping around around the uh, hour and seven-minute mark, so I think we're going to uh, wrap it up here. Um, mm-hmm. This is a nice little long conversation. Indeed it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am Ryan. I'm Jonah, and I'm. We're hoping we're gonna do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hope try. to have a name next time. We'll hope to have a name next time, like like casual conversations with Ryan and Jonah or something like that. I like know? that name. That's a good name. Casual conversations with Ryan and Jonah. Yeah. Or, okay. Or spill the tea. Uh, I'm kidding. No, that's not, not much drama here. <laughs> well, at least not yet. No, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Casual conversations with Ryan and Jonah. We'll be on. Uh, that's roughly once a week. We'll see. This is only episode one. Uh, but yeah, we'll call it there. Have a good night, right. everyone. Good night. This has been Casual Conversations with Ryan and Jonah. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us tonight, and we hope that you'll check in again with us next week. Bye-bye. Bye.